Today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. 2022 offseason, not this offseason, 2022 offseason, because there's going to be a lot of decisions to be made for the New Jersey Devils in terms of four big players who have put up great numbers this season and potentially could be doing well next season. What should Tom Fitzgerald do? What's the salary cap like? And overall, do we have enough information to uh, discuss about it? Quite honestly, it is still very early to discuss, but it's early enough to basically paint a picture of what could potentially happen, what's going to happen during this season. So obviously, I would like to go more in depth about it, but we just don't have enough information, but it's still going to be uh, good enough to have a discussion about it. So why not talk about it? Because it will be a very important offseason. Like I told you guys, the Devils have some money, but how they use that money will definitely play a factor. So we have a lot to discuss in this episode. So buckle up. Your Locked On Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Alrighty now, what is up New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, college hockey play-by-play announcer and also Devils writer for the hockey writers, Trey Matthews. And it's currently 10.01 a.m. Eastern Time, May 27th, 2021 at the time of this recording. And guys, it is a long offseason for the New Jersey Devils and we have some silly news to discuss for next season. So uh, this uh, silly season episode is going to be a little more serious in terms of realism for the New Jersey Devils. We're not going to be doing big hypothetical trade scenarios that are never going to happen. So obviously, uh, if you hadn't checked out the last episode or the last couple of episodes, I've been talking about Connor McDavid, what his situation is like with the Edmonton Oilers. I gave you guys my personal opinion. If I was GM of the Oilers and overall, how do I feel the duo of Connor McDavid and uh, Leon Dreisaitl is going to work out in the future? Because Uh, There was a hypothetical scenario brought up on Twitter by Dan Rice, who's a colleague of mine at the Hockey Writers, and it was a very intriguing one, which is, would you rather be like the Edmonton Oilers, where you have two young guys, but, you know, you're you're still susceptible to getting knocked out in the first round, or the Washington Capitals, which is you have a team full of veteran players who can contribute at a high level, but for some reason... You know, you still get knocked out in the first round for some reason. Like, you're expected to go really deep. Because that's why I had the Capitals going to the next round over the Boston Bruins. Because with how deep their roster is. So, obviously, we've been talking about Alexander Ovechkin and what he's been able to do for that respective organization for the past, like, 15 or so years. And then, obviously, their roster is so much deep than uh, Ovechkin because... You look at Backstrom, he has 53 points of the season, and he led the team. Then there's Carlson, Oshie, Wilson, Schultz. Like, they have a lot of great players on their roster. However, you know, Backstrom is 33 years old. Carlson is 31 years old. Oshie is 34 years old. Ovechkin is 35 years old. Obviously, you got Tom Wilson, who's 26, so he's one of the youngest players on the team. And then Schultz is 30 years old. So would you rather be like the Washington Capitals where, you know, you have a deep roster and you're susceptible to maybe make it far? Because remember, the Capitals won the Stanley Cup Finals a few years ago. However, for some reason, they still are like favorites to get knocked out in the first round for whatever reason. It looks like they can never get over that hump. So 
Overall, if you want to hear my final take on that, uh, check out yesterday's episode. But anyway, let's talk about some more realistic, silly news for the New Jersey Devils because not this offseason, but next offseason is really going to make or break Tom Fitzgerald, in my opinion. This is what's going to separate a good GM from a great GM to a bad GM. What do I mean by that? Well, the New Jersey Devils, we're going to have a lot of money. So like I tell you guys uh, throughout my hypothetical trade scenario episodes, the New Jersey Devils, we actually do have a decent amount of money to like realistically make trades for big name players. So like I told you, realistically, we could have traded for Pierre-Luc Dubois, Sam Bennett, or, you know, Jack Eichel, bit of a stretch and we would have to give up a lot. Same with Connor McDavid. But, you know, is it doable? Sure. Would it be hard? Yes. Would we have to give up pretty much a good chunk of our young core? Absolutely. No doubt about it. But um, overall, you know, when we when we think about like uh, the amount of money the New Jersey Devils have, it's actually really extensive and it's really exciting. It's one of the reasons why I love the New Jersey Devils rebuild right now, because we actually are building something for the future. But like I told you guys, it's not going to happen unless Tom Fitzgerald really comes through for us. So remember, the free agency period that I'm talking about is not this season. It is next season. So we're going to have 14 pending restricted free agents and nine pending unrestricted free agents. So now here's the thing with a restricted free agent, and I'm just going to educate some people who aren't as familiar with it. This is for my more casual listeners to hockey. So if a player accepts a qualifying offer, he signs a one-year contract with his current team under the terms of the offer. If the player rejects the qualifying offer or is yet to accept it, then he is able to negotiate offer sheets with other teams. Qualifying offers are required for a team to retain a player's rights, but in most cases, the player and team will agree to a contract differing from the qualifying offer. Should the player sign an offer sheet with another team, his current team is notified and can no longer negotiate a new contract or trade the player rights to another team. The current team has seven days to make a decision whether to match the offer sheet or decline and receive draft pick compensation for the team making the offer sheet. The player remains with his current team on a contract identical to that of the offer sheet if he is to accept it, with the exception that the current team does not have to match any clauses restricting their ability to trade or resign the player like a no-trade clause. The team is not allowed to trade the player for one year. Now, if the player is to decline it, the player becomes a member of the team with whom he signed the offer sheet under all the terms of the said offer sheet. His now former team claims draft picks from the player's new team as compensation. Compensatory draft picks are determined by the player's new salary on a sliding scale. Obviously, it's very confusing, but ultimately, you know, restricted free agency, you kind of have some... um, you, you, you kind of have some leeway just due to the fact that, you know, if he decides to, uh, you know, hear from other teams and another team offers him this sum of money, then uh, the Devils could theoretically match it. If they choose not to match it, then obviously that player will go to the other team. But obviously, you would much rather have a restricted free agent. In my opinion, in my sports opinion, I think it's a little easier to negotiate restricted free agency because, like I said, it's not like he can hear offers from all 30 teams. It's more uh, in the GM's hands, if you ask me. So you, you more have more power as a restricted free agent 
versus an unrestricted free agent where the player has more power, in my opinion, based on what I know about restricted and unrestricted free agency. Tom Fitzgerald will need to make some sort of difficult decisions in terms of the roster because, remember guys, we have no idea how this offseason is going to go for the New Jersey Devils. We're obviously hearing a lot of rumors, including like Zaka could possibly be traded. We don't know who we're going to, you know, officially draft in this year's draft. And like, it's going to be all over the place. I'm seeing a lot of reports. I think a lot of people are just hoping for Luke Hughes just because he is the younger brother of Quinn and Jack. And obviously, uh, it would ni- it would be nice to have uh, Jack Hughes' little brother on the uh, roster because I guess people are looking at him as a poor man's Quinn Hughes, and we all know how good Quinn is uh, for the Canucks. But overall, like we we don't know how this offseason is going to go for the New Jersey Devils. We don't know what trades they're going to make. We don't know who are they going to sign. We don't know of uh, the kind of moves that is going to be impending this offseason. So obviously next uh, offseason is going to be a very difficult one. But you're probably thinking, why are we thinking about this right now? Well, you really do got to think about this right now because like I told you guys, for the Devils, we have to think long term. We cannot think short term because if we think short term, we're actually shooting ourselves in the foot if you ask me because if we're just thinking like, Okay, how do we get over the hump this season? Like 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 I told you guys, if we traded for like Connor McDavid or we signed Alexander Ovechkin, then uh it's not really going to do us any good because realistically, um you know, Connor McDavid, if we were to trade for him, we would have to give up so much of our young core that it would be ridiculous to even trade for someone like Connor McDavid who uh led the league in scoring and also assists a couple times. So uh, you know, would it would it be nice? Yes, but like I told you guys, long term it won't really benefit us because we would have to give up so much for him, including a couple of first round draft picks. So two this season and then one next year to get him. And then obviously for Alexander Ovechkin, like I told you guys, the Capitals are a very old team and Ovechkin is 35 years of age. So realistically, can you turn back the hands of time and overall get enough contribution for him? So that way he could be sort of like what Tom Brady was for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers or what LeBron James is for the Los Angeles Lakers. I don't know, but you know, uh, one of my colleagues from Locked On said, you can't really teach old. You, you know what I mean? So as far as uh, what's going to happen next summer, so uh, like, like I told you guys, Fitzgerald, he needs to have that on his mind. Like this has to be a priority because it's going to be very important. So the pending unrestricted free agent list is short and it may be one of the Devils fans be looking forward to depending on how they feel about the players. So obviously, guys, I've talked about this already. P.K. Subban will uh, be in the final year of his contract this year if he is not picked up by the Seattle Kraken. And Will Butcher, uh, his contract will also end. So uh, obviously, we know how uh, Subban got here in the first place. And theoretically speaking, I know I'm a little tough on P.K. Subban. But the thing is, guys, we're paying him $9 million a year. So he didn't do bad per se, and he did improve. I will give credit when credit is due, but here's the thing, and let's be honest with ourselves. Did P.K. Subban really do well enough to be earning $9 million a year? No, he did not. Like, let's just face the music, guys. But let's look at some of the free agents that Tom Fitzgerald is going to have to deal with come 2022, and decisions are going to have to be made, and it's not going to be easy. So, obviously, P.K. Subban will be an unrestricted free agent. I don't anticipate the Devils will try to re-sign him. I think he'll be done with New Jersey. Maybe they could re-sign him for a cheaper deal, but overall, like, just how he fits with the system, 
I, I just don't see them bringing back P.K. Subban. He doesn't seem like a long-term solution. And then, obviously, Jack Hughes will be a restricted free agent. Luckily, Will Butcher will be an unrestricted free agent. Jesper Boquist will uh, be a restricted free agent. Jesper Brock will be a restricted free agent. You know you're going to have to pay him. Miles Wood will be a restricted free agent. You also have to pay him. Pavel Zaka will be a restricted free agent. You're going to have to pay him as well. And then, uh, obviously, we got Tyce Thompson, who will be a restricted free agent. So, uh, Maltsev will also be a restricted free agent. So, uh, a lot of decisions are going to be have to be made by Tom Fitzgerald. And like I told you guys, this is going to make or break him because you're going to have to pay Jack Hughes. You're going to have to pay Brock. You're going to have to pay Wood. You're going to have to pay Zaka. Uh, Boquist is also up in the air as well. But obviously, uh, that's a little more on the fence kind of thing. Because like I told you guys, I don't anticipate yes for Boquist to make it through the entirety of this year, if you ask me. I think the New Jersey Devils will waive him come midseason if he doesn't uh, perform well. So, uh, yes for Boquist. Uh, I, I don't think he has long for the New Jersey Devils. But anyway, that's a discussion for another time, and I've already addressed that. But like I told you guys, we've only begun to scratch the surface in terms of what could potentially happen for 2022 because we're going to have a lot of money on the table. And overall, it's going to be a very interesting offseason for that respective year. But before we continue, it's time for the first live read this morning, and it comes from rockauto.com. So chain stores have a different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. Rockauto.com's prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low. Rockauto.com always offers lowest prices possible rather than changing the prices based on what the market will bear like airlines do. Rockauto.com is for everybody and does not require membership or account login. Rockauto.com is a family business serving auto part consumers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice for the same parts? It makes no sense. Go to rockauto.com right now to see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. So obviously, next offseason is going to be a difficult one for the New Jersey Devils. And, and like I said, decisions are going to have to be made. And this is what's going to separate Tom Fitzgerald from a good GM to a bad GM. Because you're going to have all this money, all this uh, space. But overall, you know, how do you use it? So uh, for P.K. Subban, obviously, uh, his $9 million contract will be up after his final year. He can come back, but uh, on a cheap deal. So the one thing I say about P.K. Subban is that he needs to be like a diamond in the rough where we re-sign him cheaply and he performs well because I think there's just a lot of pressure on P.K. Subban. If we remove that pressure, then maybe, honestly, he could perform a little bit better. But obviously, uh, there's other decisions that don't really have to be like made, as in it's not going to be a difficult decision. So for yes, for Boquist, we're either going to let him walk in free agency or he's going to get waived this uh, season, like mid-year, if he does not perform well. That's my hot take, but obviously I've discussed that before. And as for Will Butcher, oh man, what, what more can I say about him? He just fell out of favor, guys. Like, he, he didn't become a regular until the team had no choice last season because, remember guys, we lost Sammy Votnin to waivers and also we traded Dmitry Kulikov and overall, we, we just needed some defense, and it was just like we couldn't pull a fan out of the stands to play defense, so we just said, we'll, uh, you know, have at it. So the thing about uh, Will Butcher is that 
his uh, $3.73 million cap hit is not that much money theoretically, but it's still a waste. We would much rather that money be spent somewhere else. So obviously, Will Butcher and P.K. Subban, they actually can be exposed in uh, the expansion draft for the Seattle Kraken. But if I'm Seattle, I'm more going to roll the dice on P.K. Subban, or it's quite possible that they could pass on both of them. So uh, could, could P.K. Subban be dealt by the trade deadline along with Will Butcher? Probably, because like I told you guys, this will be the final year of P.K. Subban's contract. I think theoretically you could trade P.K. Subban to a contending team because like, um, you know, it's $9 million. They're willing to spend money. It's P.K. Subban, a former Norris Trophy winner. It could be like a Taylor Hall situation for the Boston Bruins, might I add. So that could be a possibility. And as for Will Butcher, it's just like... um, we, we, I wish we could waive them, but obviously I, I don't really want to waste that money uh, because if you waive someone, you're still going to have to pay them unless uh, a team is willing to sign them and pay a little bit of that contract. But obviously that's a discussion for another time. But uh, So the Devils could see either uh, walk or get dealt away, and that's uh, $13.73 million extra to spend. So the big deal is, is that money will be used up real fast for the restricted free agents, especially for a big deal, and yes, I, I know uh, we're, we're thinking too far ahead of this, but overall, I need to give you guys some uh, perspective, so obviously, uh, Boquist, Maltsev, Wood, Zaka, Brat, and Hughes, like, that's a uh, huge lineup, so I'm not going to focus so much on Boquist and Maltsev, because let's, let's face it, we're either going to let them walk, or we're going to resign them for a cheap deal. But the one thing I'm focusing on and I'm a little concerned about is Wood, Zaka, Brat, and Hughes. Now, why am I worrying about 2022? Why are we thinking about that offseason and not this offseason? Well, guys, like I told you, this is going to be very important for the New Jersey Devils because it's one of the reasons why I said, like, if we were to make the playoffs this year and we would get bumped out of the first round, I'm okay with this because our players are young and they can develop. So I told you guys, I like Wood, I like Zaka, I like Brat, and I like Hughes because all four of those guys showed improvement this year. And all those guys, you know, a couple of them were slept on, and they proved everyone wrong. Wood, we talked about his goals. Zaka, we talked about his hot streak to uh, end the year. Brat, we talked about how he was a great scoring piece on that captain line with Nico Heizer. And for Hughes, we talked about how great of a player he's been in his sophomore year campaign and how he made the players around him better. So uh, with all due respect to Malsev and Boquist, I'm sorry, they're not really my main concern right now, but... Obviously, you know, they're still a part of the team and they couldn't contribute something, but I'm just not seeing it right now. And for Boquist, like I told you guys, I don't think he has long. And same with Maltzer. So it's like Lindy Ruff has shown that he's not a- afraid to deal a guys away or release them, whatever the case might be, if they don't fit within the system. But just ask Nikita Goose of that. But overall for Maltzer and Boquist, so uh, if I had to roll the dice on a particular player, I would say it would be Maltzer because... He only played his first year in the NHL. Wasn't impressive? Absolutely not. Do I think he'll be something special? I really don't know. Uh, Probably not, most likely. And for Boquist, like I told you guys, I just don't think he fits with uh, Lindy Ruff's organization. And overall, I think he's just washed right now. I I, I think uh, his time is approaching quickly to an end for the New Jersey Devils organization if he does not continue to perform well. But overall, you know, that's a discussion for another time. But 
obviously we, we need to focus on those of restricted free agents that I was talking about because you're going to have to pay Wood, Zaka, Brat, and Hughes. You're going to have to pay all those guys. And remember, Hughes will be ending his three-year entry-level deal. So you're going to have to pay him big money, especially if he performs well next season. So uh, obviously we need to talk about the cap space and also the uh, sense of what's going to happen to the future because could we realistically sign someone big in the offseason? Could we trade for someone big in the offseason? Well, it's all going to determine on what we're going to do with this four-headed monster or this big four, if you want to say it, this four with potential, if you ask me. Because remember, Nico Heizer is with the organization for a while. We don't need to worry about him. But I'm more worried about Brat, Zaka, and Wood based on their contributions and what they could potentially do for our organization in the future. And we'll discuss that in a second. But first, it's time for the second live read this morning. And it comes from Bet Online. So Bet Online is the fastest, easiest way to bet on all your sports action. I bet the New Jersey Devils are going to re-sign all four of those players. But it's going to have to come at a cost. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info on all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all of your UFC, MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the grading sporting news, sign up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs, unless you're the New Jersey Devils. Remember, the NHL playoffs and the NBA playoffs are in full swing, and we've already had a lot of great games and a lot of great upsets. Congratulations to the uh, New York Devils as they advance to the next round, and they're going to be taking on the Boston Bruins in round two. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code Locked On. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts, and remember to visit our friends at Locked On Bets as they also give you guys their news, odds, and info on all your sporting needs as well. Okay, now we're going to get into the meat and potatoes of the situation for the New Jersey Devils in 2022. So, uh, courtesy of AllAboutTheJersey.com, they were able to provide some more information. The Devils have over $37 million in cap space for 2021 and over $60 million for 2022. So, you're probably thinking to yourself, Trey, that is more than enough money to resign all those players you're talking about. Not necessarily, not theoretically, because the $60 million figure is updated as of right now of this recording. So the number assumes that no one will sign uh, to the New Jersey Devils this offseason. And obviously, guys, that's not realistic because we only have 13 players that are currently signed. So we need to fill out our roster because, remember, we need a backup goaltender. We need some more defense. Remember I was telling you guys earlier in the episode why Will Butcher was getting more reps was because we lost uh, Votnin to waivers. We lost Kulikov to a trade. So we need more defensive players to round out the roster. So, no, it's not that cut and dry. And obviously, like I told you guys, any signing that Fitzgerald will make during the next couple of months is going to affect 2022. And obviously, we're going to have an expensive few players to re-sign. And it's ultimately going to depend on what they do next season. And I think we're going to get a clear sense. So when you're seeing trade rumors for Pavel Zaka, personally, I like Zaka too. And I like the improvements he's made. But obviously, if we're able to trade him away and just get that sort of like salary dump or that kind of thing where we don't have to uh, worry about him uh, during the 2022 offseason, then it gives us more room to re-sign the other players to a much bigger deals 
and get someone else potentially. But obviously, guys, that's a hypothetical situation. So obviously, it wouldn't really be a salary dump because, like I told you guys, um, Zaka and like a few other of his teammates will be restricted free agents in 2022. So it's like, you know, uh, do we just get rid of them in general so we don't have to worry about it? I, I don't know what the case might be, but it's really going to be interesting because like I told you guys, with the production that Wood, Zaka, Brought, and Hughes were able to do during this past season in the 56-game span, they really showed why they belong with this organization, and they've really turned a lot of heads, including mine, because I didn't expect them for uh, them to do that good. So um, what, what, what's going to happen during the 2022 offseason? Well, like I told you guys, a lot of money and a lot of questions uh, for the New Jersey Devils, and obviously it's going to be very interesting because, like I said, P.K. Subban, he'll be an unrestricted free agent. Will Butcher will be an unrestricted free agent. So it's going to clear up that cap space even more, and it's going to be very interesting. So you're probably wondering, what's my final verdict on this? Well, overall for the New Jersey Devils, obviously it's not going to be an easy situation. However, you just got to see how this season goes. So if you show improvement, you got to bring those guys back so they can keep growing and developing together. But if one of those players uh, starts to go off course a little bit, don't be afraid to maybe trade them away because it's like, you know, we, we, we don't know what's going to happen because um, uh, I have Wood, Brat, and Zaka, they each have arbitration rights. So it will force Fitzgerald hand to come to terms with agreements ahead of a, you know, uh, arbitration hearing. So uh, each cap hits below $3 million. Each will likely have an argument as to why they should earn more. So obviously you got to worry about that. Jack Hughes is coming out of his three-year entry-level deal. And, you know, obviously each of them brings more to the table. And like I told you guys, if Wood was given more game opportunities, he would have uh, beat his career best in terms of goals and points that he was able to put up a couple seasons ago. Um, and you know, obviously, uh, his on ice rate stats in five on five were not awful for a change, uh, according to, uh, all about the jersey.com, which I agree with. And then obviously for Jack Hughes, what he was able to do to the other young players, uh, he was able to make a step forward. I'd say Wood and, uh, Hughes have to be your top priority in terms of resigning because I believe both of those players are going to be alternate captains next season for the New Jersey Devils. So obviously you want to keep your captains very happy. And then as for Zaka and Brat, you know, uh, I want both of them back. But if Zaka doesn't, uh, you know, continue to have his lightning in a bottle hot streaks towards the end of the year, uh, one thing I say for Zaka is please get off to a good start. Please, uh, you know, start in the middle really good as well and then finish strong. That's what I have to say. Zaka has to be good all around and not just during the last course of the season in the final 10 or so games because that's not really going to get it done because we were pretty much out of the picture. So it had we got off to like, you know, a decent start, then, you know, we'll see what happens. But obviously uh, for Brat, I like him. I like uh, the contribution he was able to do on that captain line. I felt like he was a great scorer. And in fact, I brought up the topic, which was, you know, I, I felt like Nico Heizer should have moved down to the third line when he came back from injury. Obviously, you don't really want that because usually you want, um, you know, uh, your best uh, players playing either on the first or the second line. But obviously, I was just like, just ease Heizer back into it so he can face, you know, uh, lesser competition during the course of the game and he could get back into it. But he proved me wrong. He proved that uh, he brought and also uh, Zaka were a great uh, piece to have 
on the second line, quite honestly. So he he, he proved me wrong. So the 2021-2022 uh, season will be uh, here before you know it. And obviously, we don't know what's going to happen this offseason for the New Jersey Devils. But like I told you guys, any signing, any trade, whatever the case might be, whatever happens this offseason, it will affect next season. So it will eat that money up just a little bit because remember, guys, uh, right now we only have 13 guys on the roster currently signed to play the season. And we're going to need more. We still need a backup goaltender. Uh, I think we're going to resign Wedgwood. So, you know. There's that right there. There's uh, two players that I think that are, you know, going to potentially be on the roster next year. So, obviously, uh, we, we don't know who the backup goaltender is going to be. Uh, we won't know until uh, free agency starts up or if the Devils decide to make a trade. Um, and then, obviously, uh, I, I anticipate for us to re-sign uh, Wedgwood. And then, obviously, I don't know what's going to happen to our defensive issues. I don't know. Uh, who Tom Fitzgerald has his eye on in terms of defense to help us out. And obviously we're going to have to sign some more uh, forwards in my opinion. So, you know, it's just like we, we, this, this off season is not over. It, it hasn't even started. So, you know, when you're seeing the salary cap right now, just know it's for those players currently on the roster. So that's what I need you to understand. So, um, it, it's really going to be very interesting because like I told you guys, the NHL, they also lost a lot of money due to uh, COVID. That's why they had to rename uh, some of their divisions. That's why Central is sponsored by Discover. And that's why uh, the East Division is sponsored by Mass Mutual because we needed some extra money. So obviously uh, with those four players in mind, plus Maltsev and Boquist, if, you know, barring that they improve, then, you know, we're really in a pickle right now. And if we uh, really do have to resign uh, Boquist and Maltsev, you know, we're definitely going to be in a bigger pickle because, like I told you guys, it's going to be expensive to keep Wood, Zaka, Brought, and Hughes. And obviously, those guys do deserve their payday, but you don't want to put yourself behind the eight ball in terms of those signings. So, you know, uh, this offseason and this season in general is really going to dictate what's going to happen to that large sum of money that we're potentially going to have. So currently, $60 million available uh, hypothetically for 2022, but we don't know what's going to happen this offseason. So it's really going to be interesting to see what the New Jersey Devils can do, and I'm all for it. But let me know what you guys think. Let me know if we should retain those players, if we should let uh, walk, and if so, who. And then obviously, uh, give me more opinions on who you think is going to be the captain, who deserves it more than the other, who should take a pay cut. Or who should be traded away so that way we can just make a little bit more room. But let me know what you guys think on Locked On Devils Twitter. Shout out to AllAboutTheJersey.com for you know bringing up this topic of discussion because it was interesting. And I gave you guys a list of unrestricted and restricted free agents that will hit the market for the New Jersey Devils in 2022 in order to have that cap space and overall see what's going to happen for us. But like I told you guys... Uh, the Tom Fitzgerald, he's going to have a decision to make because those four players are really good players for the New Jersey Devils. And obviously, we want those guys back. But at the same time, think long term and uh, think about who, uh, who should be captain, who should be dealt away. Pitsy, I believe in you and I trust you, but, you know, make the right decision. But uh, continue to stay safe and have a wonderful day, New Jersey. I will catch you guys in the next episode. That's about all the time I have for you guys today. Go Devils. And I hope you guys are enjoying the playoffs so far. And congratulations to the former Devils who are on the Islanders who made it to the next round. Congratulations to Blake Coleman of the Lightning who also made it to the next round. So, uh, yeah, it's very exciting so far. And we should continue to be supporting our former Devils brothers in the playoffs.